One, two, three, four. Spoils of Akron. Liz and Chris show. Live. From downtown. Spoils of Akron, the Spoils of Akron podcast. Hello, hello, Chris Miller. Hello, Akron. Hello, Liz. How's it going? Not too bad. How about yourself? Really good. It is hands down one of the prettiest times of year here in Akron and in all of Ohio. Uh, The leaves. It is like, was this past weekend peak weekend? Or was it? Am I right? Or was the peak, previous peak weekend? Have you heard of that peak weekend when all the colors of the leaves are, you know, what, the, what are the we red, at? the red ones are at their reddest and the yellow at their yellowest, and it's just blending so beautifully with the orange and what's left of the green. They call it peak weekend. There's so pe- peak fall colors. Yes, okay. yes, at their peak. I like that. Well, we went out to um, the park yesterday and enjoyed some of the beautiful fall colors. We went to the nature realm, um, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but. First and foremost, I have a very um, lovely lady sitting to my right. This is a special surprise, not just to you, Akronites, but to Chris and I, because she just came into our lives five minutes ago. <laughs> Actually, and, and, and she's very charming, so she's we're, we're ex- glad extremely, she Extremely. We were immediately taken by this lovely lady. Um, actually, I had the pleasure of serving her lunch in the cafe today, and then she was letting me know she was going to be going swimming at the Y. She was looking for a market or a grocery store, and I told her where the mustard seed market was in Highland Square. So she's from out of town, and I love that she's trying to take advantage or you know, trying to live her life and finding her way here downtown without a car, mind you. So that's always a really interesting thing to let somebody know what, what's available in our town in practical ways as well as in recreational ways and or entertainment wise. She is actually here as an entertainer herself. Her name is Joanna Walfish. Welcome, Joanna. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. And if anyone hears uh, lovely music in the background, Musica is actually hosting an event coming up at six this evening which will be over by the time you are listening to this it's going to be uh the transmitter event uh highlighting audio equipment and, and pedals for guitars and drum sets so that's a pretty cool thing for, for earthquaker devices exactly Thank and, and you. whenever they set up their pedals no, nothing is quiet or soft about i know well that's do. funny because when you got here you were like you know i kind of like was it saying do you think it's gonna be okay and you're like yeah it'll be okay and I was like, okay. I was surprised. I thought you'd be like, no, we need to relocate. <laughs> but So there's going to be a little background noise. But more importantly, Joanna is going to actually play for us. She plays the ukulele. Chris. She's a real ukulele player. <laughs> Chris. So. Don't downplay yourself. This is fate. You guys were meant to jam out on your ukes today. I don't know. She's, I, oh I my, she's pretty wait, good. Wait, stop the presses. We should get you guys up on the musical stage jamming on your ukuleles with the new audio equipment they're advertising that we could make this happen plugging into some distortion pedals so so um joanna tell us a little bit about yourself and why why you're here in akron so um i'm here for three shows i did a so far sounds show last night in cleveland and then i'm playing at blue jazz akron on wednesday night doing a Joni mitchell tribute kind of evening um, Joni Mitchell tribute at Blue Jazz tomorrow night. That's Tuesday. On Wednesday night. On Wednesday night I'm sorry. Yeah. Tonight, Uncorked is open. I think Rachel Roberts is probably playing. She usually does Monday nights. Tomorrow evening, you will be playing at Uncorked. And then on Wednesday, you'll be at Blue Jazz. Correct? I'm not playing at Uncorked. On, no, I'm not playing at Uncorked on Tuesday at all. But maybe well, Tonight you are? When are you playing at Uncorked? I'm not playing. I thought you said you were. I'm so sorry. No, I'm playing a house concert um, where I'm staying on Tuesday night. Ah. And then Wednesday is the Blue Jazz for everybody. Wednesday okay. Blue Jazz. Wednesday Blue Jazz. Okay, very yes. good. And and Joanna was telling me um, earlier that your album cover is nominated for uh, an award, right? Well, the album cover is not itself, but yeah, my last album, Gardens in My Mind, um, just got on the official ballot uh, for the Grammys. But that that's just one step towards, you know, who knows what? Congratulations! Um, so your you. album's nominated for a Grammy. For some reason, no, I thought the it was album. The... Yeah, it's. You have to be very careful what you say. It's not award, not been nominated for a Grammy, but it's on it's now good. the short list, so that okay. people can then vote 
for it to be nominated for a Grammy. I see. So it's yeah. a multi-nomination yeah. process. And you've you got to be super careful what you say, otherwise you'll get disqualified. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I do not want to disqualify you. Now, do all this Grammy... This be the best and worst podcast experience of her life. Uh, do all Grammy nominees go through that process? Is that yeah, normal? Yeah, basically, you have a record or, um, or a project that gets then um, presented to the um, Recording Academy, uh, and then they select... Um, from the 20,000 entrants, then they select roughly 100 per category. And then, so I'm in, I've been selected for the shortlist, or the long shortlist. And then from that category, you're then selected as the final five nominees for, you know, best vocal album, best arranger, whatever it is. And so your whole album is your own music. You, you wrote it yourself. You play the ukulele throughout. Do you well, have other... Well, on this record, it actually uh, features string quartet and piano, and, um, but I wrote all the arrangements and all the songs, and I sing on it. Um, but the record I just made is a lot of ukulele. It's with my full band. Um, okay. Yeah. So two different albums or records. Yeah, I'll actually have, by next year, I'll have four out in total. So. Sure, but the one that's um, that you're possibly going to be nominated for and the one that we're talking about now... The, Two different records. Two different records. And yes. you've got your ukulele here today. Um, thank you so much. This was so last minute. So, know. you know, as people can probably <laughs> tell, we're, we're very much just trying to get to know you a little ourselves. But if you wouldn't mind playing for us... Sure, I'd love in to. In between the music that oh, yes, is taking place in the core. background. Yeah, we'll... Watch we'll, out for your coffee. Okay, thank you. And where are you originally from? I'm from London, okay. originally. Okay, from I London live, town? Yeah, I live in New York. And, uh, yeah... So I'll sing a song called The Ship, and this is going to be on my new record, and um, is one of the songs I'll be playing. Oh, I'm so excited. Awesome. Just, thanks Let's so much it. for, I know it started off as just a coffee, and now it's a podcast interview, so. Yeah. <laughs> in the breeze we fly our kites, and in the waves we in our dreams we set our sights to love each day we are alive and we throw up our voices on the clouds so they can fly fill each raindrop with choices quench our thirst but why not try you and me go hand in hand and we also we believe and we understand that on the road we'll find our home out of the splinters of my broken heart i built this ship to sail into a bright new start with lessons learned some bridges burned and a tailwind in Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow, that was great. I'm floored. Yeah, that was awesome. Where, where can people find out more about you? Uh, website? So, yeah, I have a website. It's Joanna Wallfish. That's like a wall and a fish. Um, dot com. Okay. Yeah. And um, are you on Facebook too? I'm on Facebook, same thing. Joanna Wallfish. Instagram, okay. Twitter. Um, and yeah, I'm, I travel around the U.S. quite a lot playing. Okay. So, yeah. Check her out Wednesday so excited. at Blue Jazz. Wednesday at Blue Jazz. Wednesday and at Blue Jazz. what is this house concert you mentioned? <laughs> yeah, I know um, I know where you're staying. There's a loft above Crave, and you're exactly. staying there. Are you staying in the empty space, or are you staying with uh, Phil? The I'm new, staying with Phil. With the new resident. Okay. Yeah, exactly. um, Phil is a local musician. He's now playing with... Uh, 
well, he has his own band, and uh, he's a very talented musician himself, and, and well-traveled and all that fun stuff, and he's actually... Phil Anderson? Phil Anderson, Phil Anderson yes. yes. He's staying um, up above Crave, and part of his arrangement there is that he's offering this space up to different musicians who come to town and need um, some place to stay while they're performing, say, at Blue Jazz. So it's, it's a very cool arrangement, and we look forward to all the different musicians that are going to come through, and so... Uh, I'm so pleased to meet you. You are the first who is sort of having that experience, which I think is kind of, I don't know, invaluable here in this neighborhood. These old historic buildings are so interesting and, and lovely, and there's concert venues and great food and all of that, and I just love the idea that these musicians have a very comfortable, a very cool space, and a very cool host in Phil um, as well. So that's a really neat thing that I'm sure we can continue to talk to him about, and maybe, um, maybe you've started something here for us where we'll be able to interview some of those musicians about their experience here. So, so tell me, uh, tell us what you think about Akron. Is this your first time here? Yeah, it's my first time. I, I arrived at around 1 p.m. yesterday, and I had a couple of hours to recover from my journey, and then I drove to Cleveland for a show. Okay. And um, but so far, Akron is this block. It's blue jazz. It's um, urban eats, um, musica. You know, who's upstairs again? The uncorked wine bar. Uncorked, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it turns out that I'm on the block where all the music in Akron seems to happen. <laughs> radio sure. station across the street, um, and the YMCA was great this morning mm -hmm. too. So she went to the Y on East Market. Yeah, uh, I'm a big yeah. Oh, okay, so that, that's Liz goes there. I go there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's a, a great, great it's a great So close to downtown, so convenient. Yeah. Um, now, did you walk there? Yeah, I walked just. So she walked there and back. She's on foot and uh, and was thinking, you know, where is there a grocery store nearby? And it's unfortunate because downtown there aren't a lot of options. So I was directing her to Mustard Seed, but that was after going to the Y and back a bit of a hike, time wise and everything. Well, thank you so, well, so well, much. Next time, Liz will give you a ride. <laughs> oh, gosh, she, yeah. She said she I would. should have offered to begin with. Um, you were working, on you were busy. Yeah, on Mondays, I, I don't have a helper with me at the counter. I'm usually by myself uh, with the two guys on the line behind me, so I can't always escape on Mondays. But any other time, I'm more than happy to get away. And, you know, we have people that, that happen sometimes that are staying downtown or musicians or what have you or employees who just need rides, and we will do that. But... Um, <laughs> Thank you so much. If you need anything else while you're here, by all means, stop into the shop. We'll be open tomorrow again and the next day as well, even later on Wednesdays, um, FYI, and, and we can help you with anything you need. Thank you. Well, thanks so much for having me on this show. How you're cool. quite welcome. Thank you so much for playing such beautiful music for us, and good luck this week, um, and check her out Wednesday at Blue Jazz. Definitely. Okay. Thank you, Joanna. Thanks. Thank you. Now we're back. And we have another guest guest two for today. This is a really awesome day. Do you realize that we uh, just had a surprise guest out of nowhere and she ended up being an absolute pleasure to speak with? Beautiful. I mean, that voice was like... Oh, yeah, she's great. I was picturing wheat fields and butterflies and, and sun and... And unicorns. <laughs> daisies. It was, it was like that. It was just beautiful, lovely, just mythological sounding... And we also had to move upstairs from out of the, this world. The the electric uh, guitars and pedals got a little yeah, got a little cacophonous. A, that cool event down in Musica Transmitter um, is uh, about to kick off at six o'clock. So they were testing equipment and it got a little noisy. So we came upstairs where it's more sophisticated, next to the uncorked wine bar, and it's a little quieter. And we have this time. Speaking of more sophisticated, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is! You got a little sneak. Uh, a sneak peek into the voice of, if you will. Uh, that was Michael Altamare, the Highland Square barber, or the barber of Highland Square. And he is our guest today who is a longtime business person here in Akron, an icon of Highland Square, really. Michael, what on earth are you still doing working? You, you must love what you do because Lord knows... You've been doing it for many, 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 many years. Uh, 44 years. Um, well, actually, 50-some years. I love that you're still at it. Do you ever plan to quit? Uh, not really, unless I have to. Okay, so you're going you're gonna to be standing with a pair of scissors in your hand one day, and you're going to keel over and hopefully not stab whoever you're <laughs> working on in the throat in the Well, process. I hope it's not that bad, but... Um, <laughs> It's my place to go. I love it. Uh, I've been at Highland Square 44 years this year. Mm -hmm. And so it's been a, just a wonderful time, really. 
Oh, it is it is so special to have you on today. I'm joking about um, you quitting one day or, or passing on for Pete's sake in, a, in an inappropriate way. But that's that's our report. We've always yes. gotten along, and we can say whatever we want to each that's other. That's right. The love is always there. I met you when I was running the Made in Akron store in Highland Square, and you were my shop neighbor. Yes. Um, there is now a new shop in the, in that same location next to you, the Steam Trunk. Yeah. So are you friends with, do you call him Will? Yeah, William. I know he goes by William, William. as well. William? Very fine gentleman. Very, he's going to be very successful there. He's, mm-hmm. He knows how to um, run the business. Uh, he's uh, on top of everything. And it's a very interesting store, and I think he's going to do very well. Yeah, he's doing a great job uh, for having just started it. He, it's, he it's, knows how to merchandise, and that's very important. People know about it. He's got a good jump on social media. Uh, he was part of our Farm and Flea fashion show. He's a really nice guy. Very and nice. And he's doing something that um, there wasn't before in Akron. There was not a men's, strictly men's boutique like like what he's doing. So it's, it's a great looking store too. And how perfect yeah. that it's paired. It's located right next to a, a barber shop. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's very fitting. Um, have you had the pleasure of? Cutting his hair, he's got a pretty sharp do. No, uh, he has another barber that he's been going to for quite a while. So we'll have to work on that, right? <laughs> I, no, I should have had you bring your scissors and get, have have at it, have at my uh, my dome. <laughs> have at your dome. <laughs> Carve his initials into the back of the hair on the back of his head. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of your work, Jason came home with a very fine cut today. Mm-hmm. Jason's been going to you for years now. Uh, he, you're like a grandfather to us, but I, I don't know. I think of you more as a friend. Yes. Okay. Um, but kind you, of a crazy friend. Yes, but, yeah. but you're like family to us. So yes. he goes and, and you cut his hair and, and he sweeps your little floor. And uh, we've always had a good time in your shop. Thank you for yeah. always making us feel at home. What, but, as, as a 44-year-long business person, talk about some of the major changes you've seen take place in Highland Square or in Akron in general? Good, bad, what comes to mind? Like what's really changed over the years? Well, the biggest change I think with Highland Square and that is when um, the rubber shops and all that start slowing down and uh, laying people off and then finally they were sold. So it changed the whole atmosphere of the ownership. The industries, the rubber industry? Yeah, of all the ownerships of the homes and um, so uh, the wealth, some of the wealth kind of disappeared as people got older, and a lot of the big homes became uh, two and three apartments ah. out of one house, and that kind of brought a lot of the area down. But um, I think now the city of Akron has stopped that because um, some of them homes were enormously big, but uh, they were usually one-family homes, and um, the apartments that were there were, all, were built to be apartments years ago. Mm-hmm. But I know what you're saying. There are a lot of homes now in Highland Square and all throughout Akron where you can rent parts of homes. The homes themselves have become miniature little apartment buildings. They have yes. two or three different apartments mm-hmm. in a house. That's very common, actually, and I hadn't put much thought into that. But that's interesting that you have that perspective because you saw the change from when it, they were just single-family homes. Yes. And I'm sure you've seen a, a big change in Highland Square. That neighborhood has turned into something completely different than it was yes. 10 years ago, 20 yes, years yes. ago. It was very cosmopolitan. Uh, before, we had very nice, uh, not to put anybody down in the square, but uh, it was more of a, a neighborhood shopping area. With uh, They had ladies' stores there for clothing, dresses, dress shops. Um, beauty shops, uh, a bakery that uh, was extremely an old-time bakery where they baked everyday pies and cakes. and um, So a lot of that. And we had nice restaurants. Very One of the nicest restaurants ever hit Akron was Nick Yanko's, and it was up there for many, many years. And, of course, we had the Brown Derby, which was very great. Sure. Now, now it was cosmopolitan. Now it's hipsterpolitan. <laughs> well, like everything's changed. Sure. You know. What do you think about this uh, this new America in general? Uh, you know, I want to ask somebody. Uh, is it okay if we tell everyone how old you are? Yes, you can tell them. I'm going to be. Uh, I'm 79. So, 
as someone who's 79, what do you think of what's going on today? What's your uh, take on, on the political nonsense that we're uh, all dealing with? And I mean, I, I want your most honest answer. Don't hold back. I won't. Uh, it's very disheartening. Yeah. To see people of that stature calling each other names and liars and cheats on national TV. And I'm thinking, where's the responsibility for your remarks? Where's your, you know, it, it, it's just I never grew up in that, in that world. You and know? it's on both sides. Yeah, it's, it's both sides. It's unreal. Um, what about just in terms of like the everyday culture of things? How do you see what's going on around you? Well, it's, it's a lot more open than it used to be. In a lot of ways, it's better that it is more open. People are more mm-hmm. down to earth. Uh, there's not as, not as many walls around everybody, but, uh, still there's, I think because of unemployment, um, it's very detrimental to the youth, you know, to get enough income coming in where they can afford to maybe have an apartment on their own and pay for a car and maybe have some savings with it. Whereas today, a lot of people have some very good jobs, but there's a lot of thousands of people that are just working for minimum wage. And there's no way you can get ahead on minimum wage. Right. So doesn't that give one the incentive to do better and yes. achieve more? Isn't that the idea? I mean, everybody's, I think every generation's dealt with that. And that's the mentality that should be, I think, uh, you know, okay, I can do this at this age with minimum wage and I can have this much. If I uh, study and or uh, work harder or have a goal and work harder, uh, and then that incentivizes one to achieve greater things. I think if you don't give them that incentive, then, you know, what do you think that sort of message means? Well, I think what's uh, detrimental that um, in education and that they dropped uh, having uh, these uh, vocational schools, whereas people could learn to be an electrician, be a carpenter. Right. Uh, and they could really make, we have a shortage in all those. Uh, those were great programs. Uh, absolutely. Yes. There's actually a, a movement to bring back skilled trades. Well, it should and, be. And there, there's a group called Conexus um, in Akron, and, and they are focusing on the fact that not every child should go to college. You know, there was a big push to push every every young person into college, and and you're, you're leaving this gaping hole in this these jobs that are like fifty five thousand dollars a year. Right. Um, within that, Jason's They're, here with his Jason's new here. haircut. He, it's so handsome. I love it. He looks so dapper. Oh, looks so good. your work right before us. It's. I wish everyone could see it. I'll post a picture of Jason online so everyone can see. But then again, just like Jason and you, and that mm-hmm. you went out and you're making your own way mm-hmm. in a business. And we went, I mean, he went to culinary school. I yeah. have a, a BFA. I studied art so history. So you're educated so, and you're using it. Right. Well, and, and but the point is, you know, but we found a niche. We found something we enjoyed doing and, and created something. So there's more than one way to do things. There's a different path for everybody. But those vocational programs are great. And those skills are very valuable. And it's not something you want to see go away. So I'm glad that there's a push for it. That's a good thing. I um, I try to promote it in the shop for a lot of these younger people that are coming in. And I'll say, you know, if you really can't get the tuition, is there something you would want to do vocationally? Um, learn the, the heating and um, cooling yeah. business. I'm sure a lot of these um, people that own these places would be glad to do OJTs, you know, on the job training and um, because they're really hurting for help. Well, even barber school. I that's was just going to say. trade, right? Yeah. Well, what's happened with barbering is that... Um, Where did you go to school, by the way? Not to interrupt, but I want to get back to your stuff. I went to um, school here in Akron. It was downtown Akron at the time in the Heapy building. And what was the name of the barber school? Uh, Riggs Lamar Institute. Okay. And they were downtown in the Metropolitan building. But everyone called it the Heapy because Heapy's florist had the whole first floor and everybody thought it was the Heapy building, but it was actually the Metropolitan building. And we were in the basement. Um, Barber College was on one side and the Beauty College was on the other for cosmetology. What street was that on? South Main Street. Okay. And so... Right around the corner from here. What were you saying is the difference now? with kids trying to go to barber school or interested well, in that? Well, we had a uh, very good union. 
workers' union. And actually, when I started out barbering in the city of Akron, the minimum they could pay you for your gross weekly income was 70% of your income. In other words, if I took in $100, I was paid $70 of it. Now they have nothing like that. So if you're going to work for somebody, they can give you whatever, 20% or whatever. And um, the unions are gone, of course, mostly everywhere. So you, would you recommend then doing what you do? In other words, having your own business? Yes, I would recommend. I tell now, if you want to, I tell a lot of these young guys that want to go to Barber College, I, I said, see if you can get some backing and try to open your shop somewhere or with two or three other barbers that you can share with, which that's what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm very proud of quite a few young guys. Um, they opened, they um, opened a new shop on Manchester Road which is very nice. Um, there's another one on Arlington Road, uh, but it's a full barber shop. It's not a cosmetology. It's not uh, people with cosmetology license. They are registered barbers that know how to use a straight razor and shave around the ears and finish the haircut uh, the way we have all done, done for hundreds of years. And your shop got a makeover within the past year. Yes. It looks great. You had a, a local artist do a really cool stencil of you cutting someone's hair. Uh, and it's a painting right next to the barber chair. Talk about the makeover of the shop. That was a really big deal. Uh, by two of my very good friends. They're very talented. Uh, one was Nathan Smaby, and he started with putting the new floor down. And then from that, they went to the painting and then uh, the color scheme, they designed it all. I didn't say anything. Uh, and his uh, friend Matt Barlett um, helped him. And Matt did the um, this silhouette that's on the wall. I love it. It looks, they, they updated it, and yet they, yes. they kept the sort of integrity and, and they kept some of the special effects that you had in there. Yes. Special effects meaning the, um, the ducks. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? we took some of those out. <laughs> I know they wanted to take them all out, and you wouldn't let them. What do you call those? They're like you know what I'm talking about. They're like those wooden painted mallards that were, used to be decoys. decoys. Thank you. He has a row of them on an, on, on a raised shelf in the shop, and they wanted to get rid of them. And he's like, No, no, you're not taking my <laughs> ducks. <laughs> you got to keep some of those special things. Um, Definitely. That's part of your shop. It's it's your character. You know, it's part of your personality. It's something that started, and before I knew it, there were ducks everywhere. (laughs) And I had customers that uh, one customer of mine had passed away, and his wife came one day with a box. She said, uh, Carl said when he passed away, he wanted you to have this collection of ducks. So they're they're still on the shelf. They're, um, They're porcelain. So that's a little duck family. So, and you have um, pictures of your beautiful family in your shop. Yeah, you have pictures from your travels all over the you world. You are an Italian American. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you hold strong to those roots. Um, talk about that end of your life here in Akron. You know all the best Italian food, where to go, how it's changed over the years. Um, what? Do you recommend to people out there who either are Italian or even if they're not, want the best of, say, well, say I, the best sauce in town, the best pasta in town? The best I, I really can't say that because I really don't know who would be, you know, everybody has different tastes. And those have all changed, even among the Italian people. And um, because people don't cook at home anymore like grandma we grew up with the grandmas you know mm-hmm. uh, from italy and uh, you know we knew what it was to have fresh baked bread they thought nothing of it making the homemade pastas and we just were spoiled you know and of course as young children i grew up in a home where i had my i was lucky to have my grandmother there from italy and so we were bilingual you know growing up so we didn't think anything of it uh, speaking two languages, we just, whenever we had to speak Italian, we spoke it, and we sp- spoke English to my parents, and that was the way it went, and we didn't think about it. Say, but, uh, say, 
<laughs> Say Chris looks stressed in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Give me some Italian. Oh, I can't remember it right now. <laughs> You're putting me on the spot. Oh my god, I hear you talk it all the time. <laughs> you love what's the what's the, what's the vegetable? Zucchini. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say it? Zucchini. No. Cocotza. Yeah. That. La, la cocotza. Yeah. Cocotza. Well, that's a different, that's a different, that's a larger zucchini. It's a real deep green. You're always talking about the cocotza. Yeah. Well, that's another story. <laughs> well, like. We're getting into the Howard Stern part of it I know. Now. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. <laughs> I love that, um. You have that history, and I grew up with Italian cooking and, and an Italian grandmother, so yeah. I know what you're saying. Um, but I guess what I'm wondering is, you're right, people don't cook at home as much anymore, no. and maybe they don't have you know that Italian family member where they can get that food on a regular basis. So where do you go in town when you do go out for pasta, let's say? Well... I I, I've to. heard you mention a couple. I know you go to a couple. Are you afraid uh, to say? No. Um, a lot of times, uh, like the other night, we went to the Carabalese Club. Right, you go to that club. The Carabalese Club on... Um, um, Chicago Falls. Mm -hmm. Chicago Falls Avenue, They yes. have the spaghetti dinners, right? Yeah, on Tuesday night. Very good. Uh, I try to not eat too much because I do make pasta at home mm -hmm. and that, and I'm trying to watch my weight. Ah, I see. But you've so, always, since I've known you, you've always gone to the Caravalese Club yeah. um, on Tuesdays, and there's another place. I you always go. like to go you, to Cleveland. You took us to some place that starts with a D. D. Is it Dantino's? What is it? Yeah, I've gone to, yeah, I've gone to Dantino's. You took us there one day for Italian They, they have ho homemade pasta there, which is yeah. really okay. good. Yeah, they have a machine make it. So um, you've taken us there. Yeah. Do you go to Davidi's at all? I just went oh, to Davidi's. Oh, yes, yes. See, that's what I'm saying. Why are you not, come on, give it up, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> give it up, prom date. We, um. Well, they're not going to give me my 10%. <laughs> oh, it's okay. That's not why you're here. So. I know, I'm just kidding. Davidi's is a wonderful local Italian market, and I went there just a couple weeks ago for some supplies. I had a cousin in from town, out of town who I hadn't seen since she got married. I got her a beautiful bottle of red wine. And like I said, those relatives, that side of my family is Italian. And I got um, some really great cheese. I had never tried, I've tried Pecorino Romano, but this was a, it starts with an L, like a Lucatino. Locate Locatelli. Locatelli Romano. That's made I was in not Calabria. Familiar. That's from Calabria. So that was very nice. And, and that's a Pecorino, by the way. It is a variety of a Pecorino. Yeah. So I got a, um, a sub just because I was hungry and it was lunchtime. And you can just grab those $3 subs to go. some of your so listeners good. don't realize what Pecorino means. Tell them. Pecorino means it comes from the goat. Goat milk cheese. And When they just say Romano cheese... That could be just from the cow, but if they say Romano Pecorino, that means it's from the goat, and it's much sharper and much better flavor. It is wonderful, and I have been to your house. You are a wonderful cook. You know how to make it all. You know how yeah. to make the sauce and the pasta, and I've had the pleasure of, of having your food. Thank you so much. But we were in the catering business also when my late wife was alive. I was just going to say, why don't you tell everybody how you know how to, not just from your grandmother and so forth, but you actually ran a business. Yes, we had a catering company for 38 years. A uh, lot on of weddings, on, on a lot of, of weddings. On top of yes, cutting hair. Yes, Hair and pasta don't go together, by the way. <laughs> no, not at the same time. Well, you kind of... <laughs> but you, you did it. You work you up an appetite, you know, <laughs> cutting he, the head of hair. But he did this. He ran, a, he ran a barbershop, as well as a catering business with his wife, as well as a travel agency. Yes, Clarine was very... My late wife, she was always thinking of something. She just wanted to do it all. And, and Chris, you thought you'd juggle. <laughs> yeah. I'm Pardon? kidding. You do. <laughs> you do. Not, not compared to others. Chris has to go to ukulele <laughs> practice tonight. <laughs> Too much, Chris. It's too much. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? He's going. This is a thing. Yeah, I've been is, to it. It is a thing. Liz has been to it. Well, um, in the square, you also have a very well-known Italian neighbor, Mr. Michael Tricasso. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I think he's got some of the best pizza in town. Mm -hmm. I do. Do you like... Well, you know, Mike's been making pizza for years and yeah. years. He had a pizzeria by Akron U for years. Right. Yeah. And so... Um, his son's with him now. Yes, he's doing a good Young job. Young Michael, yes. They make great food. I know yeah. everybody knows them for the ice cream for Mary Coyle, but Michael Tricasso's restaurant is the other part of that place, and they do have really nice sauces and pasta and pizza. Probably one of the cleanest places in town. Holy cow, spick and span. Oh, it's spick it's, and span. It blinds you. Michael's always been spotless, always. Well, 
what would you like to, you know, when you see yourself, I know one day you will retire, right? Ultimately, what do you see becoming of your shop is, I guess, what I'm getting at. Do you want to sell it? Do you want it to continue on after? Well, I would like to see someone young come along. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe start working a couple days here and there, you know. But uh, in order to do that, I'd have to put more chairs in and out. And at this time of life, I don't want to. I'd rather just, if I'm, when I leave, just walk, just leave. Gotcha. Let someone else take it over. We have background music from, I think, the wine bar or Rubber City. So it's kind of nice. Hopefully it's just going to Yeah, it's, it's okay. be background. Yeah, Chris is like, it's good. <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> we're, it we're not be We're escaping music all day. I know. It's a very musical but podcast. That, that's okay. So, so you, you do foresee um, the barber shop still running, you know, um, and, and someone else taking over someday, I not, would, not just I closing would down. I would hope so, yes. Um, I, that's why we kind of redid it. Because if I decided to sell or something, everything, of course, the silhouette has me in. But after I'm gone, who's going to know the difference? Who's silhouette sure. it is, you right, know? Right, right. Um, but I, I enjoy the area. I enjoy the people. It's because it's a godsend for me because when my wife passed away 13 years ago, um, I, I didn't... How would I stay at home all day long? That isn't right, good. Right. I'd have to have something to do, and this is perfect for me because I'm able to go in and still do it, and it's nothing that is hard, real hard work to do. It's just real, uh, quite hard on my ankles. I have bad, some bad ankles, but uh, my masseuse has been working on my ankles. Uh, Kenny Murrow, he's wonderful over in the falls or in North Hill. And um, he's helping me with my ankles a lot to rebuild some of the the uh, muscle and stuff and tendon. You're on, you're on your feet so much, and that's why I can't believe you're still doing what you're doing. I know you have those ankle issues, and you're on your feet so much, it must be so painful sometimes. I just want you to, like, go live on an island somewhere. Not that I don't want to see you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what well, I'm saying? Well, you go with me to the island. I'll go with you to the <laughs> island. Take me with you. No, I just, I, I love... At the same time, I love that you love what you do so much that you continue to do it. it. It's my life. Yeah. It is keeping me alive. Mm. And I'm sure, I'm sure you hear some great stories, too. Oh, it, se- it seems yes, like we we, do. the barbershop is a place for swapping stories. And, and yeah, I'm sure you've heard I, some I, I like it because a lot of the youth uh, give, um, depend on me sometimes to get some input that they wouldn't talk to with maybe their parents or somebody else. Michael so, is not just receiving stories. He is one to tell some great stories yes, in the shop. Sure, I believe that. I was very lucky in my life that um, we traveled all over the world when we were in the travel business. We took many, many, many people to the Orient and uh, many trips to Italy. Uh, so we got to have a lot of experiences that you just can't, Imagine the places we saw, the beautiful things you saw. So I can't complain, you know. I, I, wow. We had a wonderful time. So c- catering, travel business, mm-hmm. you, you've, you've done some uh, interesting careers, it's, huh? Yeah, it's always moving. He's had an incredible life, and just he's just such a quality person. And I don't know if the one came from the other or how that went. You know, I just... I can never get enough of you. I love spending time with you. I'm so grateful for the company you provided to me when right. I worked next door to you. Well, you've, you've always been very, very, very nice. You and Jason both have been wonderful to me. I you, couldn't ask for anything warmer because they check on me all the time. I wish I could see you more, to be honest. I, I wish I could, honestly, I would visit you more if uh, They I are like my so grandchildren, crazy. actually closer to me sometimes than most of my grandchildren. I don't see them or hear from them very much. Well, they're but, they're, uh, they're teenagers. They're all busy. They're, they're, all busy. they're teenagers yeah. and they're in college, and that's yeah, what. It, yeah, they're all busy. Yeah, I know. But that's that's. Don't feel. I know that's hard, but that's very common. Oh, I know that it is. is. Yeah. Oh, I understand that. Don't take it personally. No, they, no, I don't. I'm they just love saying. their papa. They call you papa, right? Yeah. Yeah, they love their papa. No, no, they're close and everything with me. It's just like you say, they're all busy. Mm-hmm. It's true. Definitely. Chris, is that why you don't spend more time with me? Yes, it I is. I thought so. Thank you. I'm just so busy, Liz. I'm sorry. Oh, I wanted to say another thing. I had a lot of things in the back room in the shop that I've collected through the years, and I didn't think anything about it. So one night when they were getting ready to 
decorate the shop. And they said, some of this stuff's got to go. And they pulled out newspaper clippings and things that I wanted to forget about. But they brought them out, framed them, put them on the wall. <gasps> then they found the, um, and I had, I had wanted to, I had these watercolors that Ray Packard had done of Highland Square. And I've always wanted to frame them, but I had never got to it. And they found them. And so Matt says, we're going to buy frames today, and these are going on the wall. So, so if people go to your shop, they will see all that on the wall. It makes me feel so good that because he captured Dodie's uh, on the watercolors and, and the Highland Theater and all that. And I, I said, what better thing to have on my wall that somebody, local artist, and the memories, memories that are gone because, well, not so much the Highland Theater, but Dodie's and that, it's... It's all gone. Sure, all sure. Changed. Ray Packard Sr.? Yes, or Ray okay, Sr. Okay, because I, I know Ray Renard who runs yeah, the Yeah, no, Packard Ray Institute. Packard Sr. Yeah. He was the artist. Okay, excellent. And he had um, Packard Studios for years on Exchange Street. He had his own building and art studio there. You are a walking history book of Akron. Mm-hmm. You should write a book. <laughs> you should. Especially on uh, the west side. I mean, where the Highland Square area, because I was there when all the, all the big homes were open, on Portage Path and all the, everyone had house help. And on, in the morning, uh, the buses would drop. I want that. I want house help. <laughs> uh, they would drop all the house help, uh, the buses, <laughs> right in front of the um, Gray's Drug Store at the time. Because at that time, bus, city buses, didn't go down Merriman Road or Portage Path because they were residential. Mm. So they stayed on uh, Exchange and Market Street. Gotcha. Hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. You have so much to offer, even, even now. You're 79 years old, like you said. Your energy, your memory, it's, everybody should just go visit you just for the, even if you're a woman, even if you don't plan on getting a haircut, I mean, you're just worth coming in and saying hello to, um, just saying, you know, everybody should feel free to just stop in, see your shop, see the memorabilia on the wall, shake your hand, uh, say, you know, I heard the podcast or I thank you for doing what you've done in the community. Thank you for being a staple in the square because these are the people, these are the, this, you're part of the backbone that's built this city and that's continued and stayed on even through the hard times. Yeah. I mean, that's something to be commended. And I had so many wonderful, I, I, I still have wonderful uh, patrons, customers, mm -hmm. friends, whatever you want to say, but I've had so many illustrious people uh, for years that came to the shop and those memories you'll always keep. Oh, always wait, we keep. have to tell the Jeffrey Dahmer story. The and, and then we'll, oh, I, I, I don't I, think I, we can. Oh, it's almost time to wrap up, but please. Oh, who cares? It's okay. Okay, so here it is. <laughs> okay. Michael got a letter, correct? It start, did it start with a letter? Or it no, ended, they ended, called it me on the phone. It, it ended, ended with, with a letter. letter. Okay. You got a phone call from an attorney. No, from a sheriff. Oh, did, okay, you tell the story. <laughs> you tell the story. The sheriff's department, they said we... We'd like you to come down to the jail. We need something work done and bring your tools. And um, it didn't say much about it. I, they, I guess they couldn't. Uh, would you please do us a favor to come down here and cut someone's hair? And I said, yes. So I expected them to send a car or something, but I said, no, I'll drive. And first time I'd ever been in the jail, that new jail. And they met me at the door, and then I went into one cell, and then from one cell I went into another, and there's the sheriff and the deputies, two or three, and then uh, attorneys, and attorneys from Akron, attorneys from Philadelphia, and here it was Jeffrey Dahmer. They had brought him into town for the case of that first child that had been murdered. And they wanted you to cut his hair. Yeah. He Why did they pick care. you? How did uh, that... I don't know. I don't know. Did, Some, did, someone did trusted you, know, you. Did you know who he was when you were cutting his hair? When I got there, oh, okay. I did. And oh, I, yeah. I, I would be worried about having anything sharp around. Well, that, like that. actually, I, that was one of the reasons they chose you. They had to. I know you told me when you first told me the story. The cell within a cell. And they had to pick somebody. They were worried. They 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 were worried about picking like just any barber or anybody because they were worried there might be an attempt on his life or mm -hmm. that something violent might happen, mm -hmm. um, something like that. So I don't know how remember how they chose you, but and then what? Something very nice followed. The attorney actually sent you a letter. Volomen sent me a letter. Thank you of 
for being, thank, being there and doing it. Thank you for being so professional, basically. So and I still have the letter. That's one of my uh, memorabilia that I have. But now I don't have it in public, but I have Ooh, it in my Ooh, what a creepy bed. story right before Halloween. Yeah, that's a, that's a good <laughs> Halloween story. Are you going to dress up? No. What? <laughs> You're 79. You're not too old to dress up. <laughs> Chris, what are you going to be? I I'm going to the masquerade the the mask of the red death so I got a really crazy looking harlequin <gasps> mask that has like a long beak thing oh, on it like, and has like checkers like and, eyes wide shut style. yeah just okay. like that yeah fancy, I have but, a <laughs> I have a mask it's really really different I don't know if you remember at Highland Square there was a couple that um, made masks masks. And uh, they used to have, a, at the Highland Square Festival, they'd always put them out there. They sold them. But I think they had done it in New York or wherever. Uh, they were very... Yeah, I sold a couple in Maiden Akron. Yes, I yes, you did. I have a couple at a time for sale. Well, when they left town, when they were moving, I think, to California or Florida, I forget. Nice couple, nice people. Yeah, um, they gave me one as a gift for my shop. Aww. So that's been there for years. Yeah, they worked out in like Hollywood or something, didn't they? Yeah. Something like that. So anyway, it's really different. It's really different. Very cool. Liz, what are you dressing as for Halloween? Well, Jason is being the um, pink nightmare, I call it. The pink bunny from A Christmas Story. Okay, right, right. (laughs) He's got the full pink bunny suit and the glasses (laughs) that Ralphie wore from A Christmas Story. Oh, yeah. So picture my Jason in a bunny suit because that's that in and of itself. I got to see that. Beyond precious. Um, so I was going to, I wanted to be Ralphie with the snowsuit, the little brother with the scarf on his head. I can't bend my arms down. I wanted to do that, but I can't find this snowsuit anywhere. I found the scarf online and I don't have time to get a snowsuit made at this point, obviously. So I think I'm going to be the elf that, you know, um, when, get he goes, a, get a, um, when he goes to the, the department store to see right, Santa. Right, push them down elf, the slide. Yeah. I'm gonna be, Cause I have an elf costume. That's perfect for that. There you go. Get a plush, um, nightgown and just sew it up this middle. Yeah, I don't sew at all, Michael. Mm. Thank you. I, you're giving me way <laughs> too much credit. I can't sew a button. I mean, I I could try, but it'll be a disaster, especially with it being this close now. I would need more time. Um, there's a woman that has the costume shop on um, Manchester Road. I called Mr. Funs. Yeah, I need to find. I need a little a vintage. Are you familiar vintage with vintage maroon snowsuit? Are you familiar with that costume store on Manchester Road? Is that Mr. Funds? What is that? No, no, Mr. Funds in Chicago Falls. I went to Mr. Funds a couple weeks ago, but Jason drove and I couldn't remember what road it was. This on. woman designs and makes her own costume. She has a big store right there. Okay, I'll it's check across it out. From, um, it's across the street from um, that basement bar on Manchester Road. I will check it out. And we'll come in. We'll come trick or treating at your shop. You have dum dums on the counter all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll pillage. <laughs> All right. So, so where where can we find? Um, w- w- let's repeat the name of your business and and where it's located. So it's our a Highland can Square Barber Shop. Highland Square Barber Shop, or just the Highland Barber Shop, and it's at Twelve South Highland Avenue. Okay. Uh, it's right off of West Market Street, right behind the Ohio Brewing Company. Okay, great. And like I said, it's worth just going in to meet this guy and say hello and shake his hand and or get a great haircut. You, you do all ages. You do little kids and, and all Everybody, right? I've seen little boys yes. in your tribe. I've seen uh, full-grown men. Um, you've probably had some of your customers for decades, like you said. Yes. It's pretty cool. Yeah, thank you so much for uh, sharing some stories with us and, and telling us a little bit about yourself and your, your background. You, you have a very... Uh, diverse career path and a uh, big mouth <laughs> hey that's okay per- perfect for our podcast exactly. We need to. <laughs> exactly that's why we get along uh, i've had a wonderful time there it's just been a wonderful 44 years i love you thank you so much for doing this and today here's to 44 welcome. more yeah. oh yeah <laughs> like we say in italian con la buona salute and good health yes we got yes. some we got some we got some italian out of you <laughs> Well, we have to talk events now. We talk at the end of each podcast about what's coming up in Akron, at least some of the things. Boo at the Zoo is still going on. Um, We have uh, this Thursday at Musica, October 27th, Hookaween. (laughs) Hookaween, as in the band Acoustic Hookah is going to be playing. That's a hoot. Um, a jam band named Acoustic Hookah. And so their event is qu- going to be called Hookaween. And that's at 7 o'clock, uh, 7 o'clock doors, I should say. 
on uh, the 27th at Musica. Friday, Watsky will be at Musica. Verve Daddy's performing on Saturday. On Thursday, November 3rd, uh, the band American Aquarium is playing. So there's some great fall uh, concerts and events at Musica coming up on Saturday, October 29th, which is this coming Saturday. I know you're gonna mention a couple big Halloween events, Chris, but also um, on Saturday, October 29th, Frank's Place is having a Halloween bash. It's going to have uh, prizes and there's gonna be a DJ. Um, Frank's, if you didn't know, also has karaoke on Sundays from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m., so that's cool. And last but not least, I'll mention Pecha Kucha is coming up November 4th at the Bit Factory. And um, the managing editor of The Devil Strip will be uh, part of that, Sophie. So that's kind of cool. Um, and if, and I, I will be speaking there as well. <gasps> you are part of it that I am. time? Yes, oh, yes. Well, everybody's got to go. That's it. <laughs> it's a, I was going to say, if, if you haven't been yet, it's a great event. And, and this is going to be a really great one because uh, our own Chris Miller is going to be part of it. So. I'll be there. Should be fun. I'm, I'm frantically putting together my presentation now. Actually, that's what I'm doing tonight is working on that. Yay! Um, so let's see. What do we got this week? Uh, Wednesday is our next Full Circle Storytelling at Jilly's. It starts at 7 p.m. And the, the uh, theme is Ghosts of the Past, kind of fit in with the Halloween theme. Um, on the 27th, um, I forget which time it is exactly, but they're going to have a trick-or-treating at, at the Akron Art Museum. Um, they're going to be giving away, instead of candy, uh, art supplies, which is kind of cool. Um, so Yum. check out the Akron Art Museum site for, for details on that because it's not popping up on my Facebook events. Um, the 28th is the 13th Annual Halloween Charity Ball, and that is a really cool event. I mean, it's they get a sold-out crowd each year. It's at Tangier, and the... Um, the proceeds go to uh, Young Black Professionals Coalition and Akron Snow Angels, which actually gives out um, clothing and things to uh, toiletries and other things to uh, the people who are homeless. On the 29th is Mask of the Red Death uh, at the Akron Civic Theater, and that starts at 8 p.m., and that's a uh, masquerade ball. Um, next week, uh, let's see, next week we've got, did I miss something? Oh, also on the 29th, sorry, Saturday is a poetry reading at Sweet Mary's Bakery at 6.30 p.m. So next week, as Liz said, we've got Pecha Kucha on the 4th. Um, we've also got, I thought there was something else here. Never mind. While you're looking, um, Uncorked, we're, we're upstairs at Uncorked basically right now, and they're going to have some really fun things going on throughout the week Halloween-wise. It's just, it's decorated really cool. I know Jill's always making really great fall food like chili and stuff up here, and they're going to have uh, just like some fun Halloween kind of vibes going on, music and so forth throughout the week. Um, so that's something you can always come to Uncorked, and if they ever have live music, it's almost always with no cover, which is a really nice thing to just come to a, a local wine bar and enjoy the, the music and the company. She, she always decorates really beautiful, beautifully up here. Right, and, and as, as we mentioned earlier, Wednesday night is our friend Joanna Walfish, who uh, is, yes. is lovely and a great singer, and she's, she was a, such a good sport, because Liz and I knew nothing about that, her when that she was, came in. I apologize for <laughs> the, was bad, kind of funny, but... the bad interview on, on my part. It was just totally shooting from the hip, uh, yeah. which we do a lot anyway. <laughs> but it's, it's one of those things where she had, I mean, we just met her five minutes before uh, you guys heard us talking to her, except that I, I did serve her lunch earlier, like I said. But she was wonderful, and definitely go to Blue on Wednesday night, and hear her she was just beautiful like I, I yeah a great person I can see why really the Gram nice why and, yeah. the Grammys are are sort of tied into her name right now as a, a potential nominee yeah uh, definitely um there was one I did miss and that's that's this for uh Saturday it's a Halloween block party at Oakdale Pocket Park up in uh up in your neck of the woods Michael um in the Highland Square area so that's I think that's it for now for I think Oakdale is down on Crosby Street, isn't on it? On Crosby Street, yeah, yeah so close. Yeah, West Chris. Hill. West <laughs> Hill, sorry. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to include him here, you know? <laughs> I love you both. High fives. All right, high fives. Have Thanks. a great Thanks. Halloween weekend. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. All right, and as always, keep, keep it, it an Akron, Akron day. day.